Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. We are very excited to be with you this week to talk about week 10 of college football. We also have some BYU talk that we are also going to talk about, though I am not going to mention our level of excitement. Before we get into the episode, we want to give a quick shout out to our Instagram and Twitter at Loyal2RoyalPod, where you will find a lot of fun and interactive content. Make sure you're following us, sharing the sharing the posts that we make if you find them funny, and sharing the episodes, the podcast episodes, if you enjoyed those as well. Oh my goodness. Something bad on the television just happened. Anyway, uh, before we get into the show, there is an announcement that we need to make, but it is at the end of the episode. So make I sure. I mean, we can say it now, too. How are they going to listen to the whole thing then? That's true. Make them listen. So either listen all the way to the end or just skip to the last 30 seconds of the episode to hear that announcement. Anyway, let's get to it. Let's boo. Go Tigers. But that field judge on the far side is in their pocket, man. Go over here. That's right. Let's back this booler. Yeah. <laughs> let's go wild. Let's man. go, baby. Let's go. Welcome in, listeners, to yet another episode of The Best Podcast. Yes! Yes, sir! Um, A football team. That is a fact. That's all I can say about the team. It's a fact. Yep. We do play football sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) Yes. Not every Saturday or Friday or Thursday, but sometimes we do. When we choose to, we play. I mean, four out of nine weeks we have, correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Maybe we will soon. But before we get into that, we got some things to get out of the way. Ooh. For example, set out your pilgrim nutcrackers. Oh my, are we skipping Thanksgiving? No, that is that is Thanksgiving. It's a pilgrim. Oh, you're right. It's a it pilgrim. <laughs> Instead of a... Every time I think of nutcrackers, I just think of the little, like... Uh, the ballet. Uh, like the, the ballet, like the, the freaking, like, British guard guys. Yeah, they're... Psh, psh. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's just a my family thing. <laughs> we have pilgrim ones. Oh. Exposed. Look at that. That's pretty cool. Hey. I, I will say we don't have Pilgrim Nutcrackers, but we don't have any Nutcrackers. Fair but fair. we do have Pilgrim, like, clip art, 3D clip art statues. 3D clip art? 3D clip oh, they're art not like, statues. They're not like statues because they're not realistic. It's like clip art because they're like stick figures, but they're 3D and they're okay. like stuffed animals. But Let's move on with the show. <laughs> what are we talking about? We're talking about housekeeping, folks. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, first off, do we have any gamers out there? Uh, uh, so I play Minecraft. Raise your hand wherever you are. Okay, I I know my brother is raising his raising his hand. Anyway, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two dropped, and uh, I will say I like the Call of Duty games. I'll play them, uh, but I'm not gonna spend like eighty five dollars on it. And mm. uh, I was watching a video today. It's hilarious. This guy and like this is what happens to me every time I play Call of Duty. You like spawn, run two steps, dead. Spawn, run two steps, shoot a bullet, dead. Right. And I'm watching this guy. He's like a streamer on Twitch, you know, like has a lot of followers. 
dies like four times in a row, quits the game, leaves, and his buddy's like, yo, you getting off? And he's like, yeah, I'm uninstalling the game right now. <laughs> and uh, I just thought that was funny, and that is definitely me with Call of Duty. So I will say, I did play right. Modern Warfare 2 yesterday. Oh! Oh, already. But it was the original Modern Warfare 2. Ah, gotcha. Mm, Modern Warfare 2. Unfortunately, <laughs> there are not any uh, lobbies with enough online players for a full game, <laughs> so I played the campaign for a little bit. Okay. okay nice, okay. though. Nice. Good for you, good for you. I love how they just keep renaming games the same thing, know, like Battlefront 2. <laughs> Confuse me. Come on, guys. It is kind of confusing. Which one are they referring to? I, we'll never know. We'll never know. Could be any of them. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from that, uh, we are going to give a quick little mention. Uh, men's basketball played an exhibition game versus Ottawa. Oh? That is not Ottawa, Canada, but nope. Ottawa... Actually, it is Ottawa, Canada, but a sub-university that is in Arizona. Weird. I'm not even trying to follow that. Never one. heard of this program before. They nope. are an NAIA school. Don't know what that means. They won their league and their conference tournament last year. Okay. But we beat them by 40 points, 109 nice. to 69. It was a fun 100. game to watch. Nice. Live or die by the three. We lived. Anything else? Fast pace. Fast pace. Ball movement. Behind the back passes. Uh, I was not able to watch. I don't know if you two did. I did, actually. Um, based on the BYU Sports Nation I was working this morning, apparently it went really, really well. But it's an exhibition match. I don't know how much we can draw from that, how much is sustainable for the regular season. Uh, it went extremely well. I really enjoyed watching it, actually. Uh, we looked like a fun team, and we looked like all five people on the court actually want to be playing basketball <laughs> at oh. all times, unlike Seneca Knight last year. So... Oh, Absolutely shoot. wonderful. Uh, Seneca Knight, we still hate you for not responding ever to our request to be interviewed on the podcast. <laughs> yes. Uh, I will say, um, watching like the highlights and stuff, it looks like our team is actually having fun this year. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever felt like our team was having fun at all last nope. year. Maybe in the yeah. Oregon game. But like other than that, we weren't just having – no one had a smile on their face. Alex Barcelo was always mean and grouchy, Barcello. which is fine. Like, you know. Love and learn, and then there's yeah, the grouchy. Yeah, that stink guy. The stink guy. Yeah, you want to be somewhere in between, right? And I feel like this team has swag. It's looking like they're having fun. The TJ Haas stanky face. <laughs> yes. The snarl. Uh, my one thing to say about this, mm. maybe we have a Utah Jazz situation. Oh! It's probably way too early to say about either of the teams. <laughs> but, you know, a bunch of scrappy guys, a bunch of, you know, no, no big stars. Mm-hmm. Just guys who can... Maybe band together, play as a team, and be good. The tank accidental non-tank. Yes. yes. I like that. We'll I like that, it. Dan. I mean, it, it wouldn't help us to tank, right? Maybe Mark Pope like, woke up and was like, whoa, we don't need to tank. This isn't the NBA. Like, <laughs> oh, look at that. We're not going to get Victor win by Giamadavish. We're not like Jimbo Fisher. We think that winning <laughs> is actually a good recruiting technique. Oh, Texas 8-4. Texas ATM, baby. Uh, moving on, uh, we have some more basketball news. Uh, I know, this, I know. This is an incredibly disgusting amount of basketball being <laughs> talked about during uh, football season. But uh, yeah. please, Jared, go this, ahead. I feel like this one may or may not be important. Okay, okay? I, we'll let the fans decide on whether this is important or not. But Gonzaga was playing Tennessee, Texas or something. I don't know. They're playing in uh, some place in the big state with the guns. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> 
And they were talking with Brett Yormark, the AD of Gonzaga was playing, talking with Brett Yormark about possibly joining the Big 12. Mm. Uh, obviously, it's very early. It's just reports. But the question must be asked. Are we in favor or are we not in favor of letting little brother follow us little to the brother. Big 12? Oh, that's good. What do you think? I say why not. Okay. There's already some juggernauts in the Big 12. We're already going to be taking some L's. What's one more? <laughs> Anything that strengthens the conference strengthens BYU, in my opinion. Mm. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm fine with it. Heck the freak, yeah, why not? I think it would be awesome to have Gonzaga follow us. One of the things that I disliked about our move to the Big 12, I loved our move to the Big 12, but one of the things I was sad we were that we were losing out on was basketball rivalries because we had formed those in the WCC with Gonzaga and St. Mary's. Having one of those receivers, having sorry, I just said receivers because I saw that hit. <laughs> having one of those teams come over to the Big Twelve with us will not only provide for a fun continuance of that rivalry, but it will make the WCC maybe not a watchable conference during the regular season, but the WCC tournament will become a lot more entertaining because people will actually have a chance to win now yeah. other than Gonzaga. So I think this True. is a big win for all of college basketball, honestly, because the teams in the Big 12 that we're going to get in are going to get in anyway. Gonzaga's going to get in, and the WCC, the play, the teams in that conference, actually have a chance at something. Interesting. Uh, that's a take that I hadn't heard before, and I yeah. like it. Um, for me, I am all for this because why not? Like, I don't, I don't care. You know, Gonzaga, we have the rivalry with them. It's fun. Like... The Big 12 would be just laughably good at basketball. It would be <laughs> silly. Absurd. Um, but this brings up a good point. Revenue sharing, right? Because 95% of the money that we make in the Big 12 will come, be coming from football. Yes. And yes. I don't think a basketball-only school would deserve an equal share, correct? Like sure. They don't yeah. bring anything to the football table, so why should they get the football money, right? So I just think that's like something that you'd have to work through, and you'd have to see – like. Is there a separation? Like, is this money football money and this is specifically basketball money or how you want to divide it? Um, so I think that's kind of just like the issue to be worked through. But as far as just bringing Gonzaga in as an idea, as a team, absolutely. I would absolutely love that. Sure. And I think that issue would be even more of an issue had we not seen it happen before with Notre Dame and the ACC. Mm -hmm. Notre Dame is not a football member of the ACC, but they are all of their other sports are members right. of the ACC. Yeah. So there's already a model out there that we can kind of base it off of. Sure, we'll have to put our own twist on it, especially if it's only basketball and it's not the other sports, which would be weird, right. but maybe that'll happen. Because yeah. there's a model out there, I don't think it will be as hard as it would have been. Yeah. But you're right, it's not going to be easy either way. Right, and Notre Dame does have like a football allegiance with the ACC conference like they play six ACC opponents a year or something mm -hmm. and the the teams can choose to play Notre Dame as a conference game and play a different non-con game and there's like some of that so like there is that model but it would still be difficult to kind of modulate that but I think we can all agree as if big if the big 12 does not formally invite Gonzaga we want to see the BYU Gonzaga game played more years than not can we all agree on that yeah as a non-con game I think that would be yeah. very fun I feel like that'd be fun yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, I know you guys have all been waiting for this. Oh, yes. This episode. I was surprised You're thinking, it wasn't the first thing. Why aren't they? Why haven't they done this yet? Well, you know what? You love it. It's time for... Proper. 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 Proper football. 
uh, BYU women's soccer played the University of San Diego, mm. kind of a bottom dweller in the WCC, <clears throat> and it went you know, accordingly. The 6-0 win with six different goal scorers for BYU. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty, what's the word? Convincing. Uh, convincing, yeah. Mm. Pretty convincing win. I like that. Um, and now there's, there's one game left in the WCC conference and there's no conference tournament it's just kind of a just European a style whoever ends with the most points wins mm-hmm. um, so if BYU wins and Santa Clara wins Santa Clara get the title by themselves Ooh. if BYU wins and Santa Clara tie BYU and Santa Clara share the conference title Okay. Santa Clara loses and BYU wins BYU gets it by themselves so Ooh. now I know what to cheer for why uh, Santa Clara? Why don't you do us just just a wee bit of a favor and uh, yeah. why don't you just uh, lose that game for us, innit? Yeah. Lay, lay an egg for us. Yes, and uh, Pepperdine lose. Please win. Yes. Please Pepperdine. go kick some booty. Kick it some bronca booty. It would really put the beans on my toast. Do us Ooh, a solid yes. then. Yes. Bangers and mash. Do us a solid then. Uh, the, after that, the College Cup selection show is this Monday. Nice. So quick turnaround. So we'll know. We will yep. know we will next know episode. Our seeding or lack thereof. Yes. Uh, apparently BYU so is pretty good in the RPI, so hopefully yeah. we should be a shoo-in whether or not we win. But per source, they're shoo-in. Okay. Per source. Per source. We got the sources. Yep. There are sources out there. Uh, next, we got to talk about uh, an extremely real football league. We're not just <laughs> talking college football. We're not just talking fake football that's somehow named the NFL. We're talking about the XFL, baby. Extreme. You know how we feel about it. Actually, you know how Jared and Dan feel about this league. My feelings have changed, but I will withhold that information until later. Interesting. But for now, the teams have been updated. The logos have been updated for the 2023 season. Are you guys excited, and are you guys changing teams? Uh, I think... It, it, it'll come down to this because they did change teams. Hmm. They, they changed a lot of them, and I think this might be where Justin's ire is coming from. Uh, the new teams are the Arlington Renegades with a new logo. Arlington, Texas. Uh, DC Defenders. Yep. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Houston Roughnecks. Huh? Orlando Guardians. Orlando. San Antonio Brahmas. What? Brahmas? Uh, we'll have to do some research to find out what the Brahmas are. like a Hindu are. thing. I will look up what okay. a Brahma is. It's cultural appropriation. Um, the Seattle Sea Dragons, St. Louis Battlehawks, and the Vegas Vipers. So, a lot of new teams. St. Louis and Vegas. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's interesting. They're all going to practice in Arlington or wherever the headquarters is, and then oh. just fly out for their games. That's weird. So, they won't, they won't like, live... In D.C., for example. I don't know. Um, it's interesting. I don't know. Um, I'm going to have to choose a new team here. And I think I'm obligated to go with the San Antonio Brahmas. Yeah. It appears that this is a Brahma. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a weird mixture of like a cow a type and of a cow and goat. And a camel. There's, yeah. A, yeah. there's definitely a hump on there. It's, there like Asian, it's one of those Asian cows. You know? Yep, I'm definitely a San Antonio Brahma You fan have now. to Google Brahma animal for that, because if you just Google Brahma, it's definitely the Hindu thing. Okay, yeah. and I don't think it is the Hindu thing. It's one of the big three in Hinduism. Ooh. Mm. And and that was Hindu lessons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Today on his Eastern theology. <laughs> you know it. Uh, yeah, XFL, I'm back in my defenders again. Of course, of course. Returning for another season. 
Maybe PFT can get some kicks in. We'll Ooh, see. I'd oh. love that. I will personally be boycotting the XFL <laughs> because they took away my Los Angeles Wildcats. I have a t-shirt, I have a rally towel, a rally towel, and I have a sticker on the back of my car that is still on, on my car to this day. Car. <laughs> Los Angeles Wildcats are my team. I will be boycotting the XFL until the first kickoff, at which point I will be a Seattle Sea Dragons fan. All oh, right, gotcha. All right. <laughs> I like it. That's a good tactic to Coming use. down strong. Coming down strong. Um, Okay, now on to the best sport of all time, college football. Yes. It was our first week of midweek action. I will say this about it. If you ain't watching, you ain't living. Nope. This football is hilariously beautiful. Preach, Jared. Preach. I... If you're not watching, then you there's something majorly wrong with your life. You need to go see your bishop. Mm-hmm. You, you need to tune in on like ESPN News on a Tuesday night at yep. 730. Yep. It's beautiful. Central Michigan and North Texas or whatever the frick it North, is. Don't you dare respect <laughs> Don't you dare disrespect <laughs> North Texas. What? Central Michigan versus Eastern Michigan versus Western Michigan versus NIU Eastern Michigan. Versus versus Toledo versus... It's... It's beautiful. Yes, it's gorgeous. There are plays that you will see at Maction that you will never, ever, ever, ever see on a football field. So, let me ask you this: Where else on a Tuesday evening did you see a 25-yard jump pass completed off of a fake field, fake 52-yard field goal when the kicker's range is legitimately 36 (laughs) yards? Got him! And not only that, the defense didn't sense it, and the pass was completed. Yes. Incredible. He's I got him. I love it. And there was a fumble that bounced like 15 yards across the field because nobody could corral it. Yep. That's maxing, baby. A guy got the ball punched out and it skied through the air like a oh, punt yeah. and a guy like fair caught it basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. I love maxing. It is literally an NFL fan's nightmare. Oh, but it's beautiful. In the best possible way. I love maxing. Would you rather watch um, Thursday Night Football or maxing? Seven days out of the week. I don't think gotta be Maxion. Yeah, there's, there's no discussion be. there. Maxion is the Pope Catholic. <laughs> is the Pope Catholic? Debatable. Okay, well, and that was <laughs> learning Catholicism with Justin. Yes, this is the religion podcast. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, speaking uh, yeah. of religion, oh, okay, okay. We move on to the first college football playoff rankings. Okay. Released on Tuesday night, our group chat was absolutely blowing up. Um, I don't know. Should we walk through it? I, should we each give our thoughts? I don't know how we want to attack this because the blood is already starting to boil within me. May I? Justin, take it away. If the college football playoff is a religion, then I am an ex-member. <laughs> I am so mad at the leadership. I They have been lying to me for my whole entire life. Uh, what else do ex say? Um, um, I don't know. I'm not one like so yeah. Well, they've been <laughs> lying to me my whole life. I feel like I've been taken advantage of. Why? Because they put Clemson at number four. Clemson Dang. sucks. You all know how we feel about Clemson. And not only that, they put LSU at number 10. What the heck has LSU done this year? Their quarterback can't even complete a pass more than five yards down the field. And then the most egregious of all the sins, TCU at seven behind a one-loss Alabama team. Tell me, why does it make sense? One team is undefeated and has the most ranked wins out of any other team in the FBS, the other lost. Why is the team that lost ahead of the team that is actually good and can come back from adversity 
that being multiple 17-point deficits. I would like to answer you in the words of Boo Corrigan, okay. the AD uh, of North Carolina State University, Boo and Corrigan. the uh, committee chair. Uh, he said, we're looking for a balanced team on offense and defense. TCU fell behind in some games. Alabama fell behind in the game <laughs> and didn't recover <laughs> and lost the game. Oh, man. It's, it's, it's silly. Um, if you really want to know, like, because there are so many problems with this, right? I, I, cause there's a group of people that say they do matter. There's a group of people that say they don't matter, but still get mad. And then there's a group of people that saying it's just a sham for TV. I'm in all of those camps. Okay. I think this is absolutely completely worthless. Uh, because if you're doing a top four, answer me this. Why do you need to rank one through 25? Hmm. There's no reason, correct? Why not just put out a top four? I'll tell you the reason. Okay. So that number six Alabama can have a top ten win versus LSU Ah. this week and solidify its position ahead of TCU because it won versus a top ten CFP team. I've got another reason. Oh, Dan. You need Wake Forest and NC State to be in the top 25 to justify putting Clemson at four. (laughs) I agree. And Syracuse. Corrupt. I guess Syracuse does deserve it. I respect so. Syracuse. <laughs> we don't respect the other. Wake like, Forest and NC State are basically cousins. <laughs> in, in the football world. They're married cousins. They're the same team. They are married same cousins. Same ranking, the same record, whatever. And the same football prowess, which is close yes, to none. The same uh, overation. Overation. Mm. Their combined alumni base all time is like 50% of BYU's current enrollment. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Um, it's it's really bad. They use different logic for different things and mm-hmm. ignore it in other times. They're completely like inconsistent. It's it's horrific. It is a complete shiz show. If you want to know how I really feel and you want to know what our our true um, thoughts are, reach out to us on on Twitter uh, at Jared Buckeye at Lloyd's World Pod because I could break it all down, but I don't want to bore the viewers. We all know that this is garbage. Um, I'm just gonna say this. I don't like this, and I, I get it. It's a sham for TV, and this is we're falling into their hands, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's just a content machine, this whole thing. Mm-hmm. It does matter, though, because you're setting teams up for failure, and you're setting teams up for success, right? You're setting TCU up for failure by having them undefeated but w- behind a one-loss SEC team. So that just tells you, even if they do go undefeated, a one-loss SEC team will still probably go to the playoff over them, right? Mm-hmm. You're setting the SEC up in a completely no-loss situation. Ole Miss and LSU haven't done anything at all this entire season. Literally not. Like, if you look at their schedule, it'll tell you all you need to know. And yet they're at 10-11 and 11 over UCLA, Kansas State, Utah, Illinois, North Carolina, uh, Tulane, right? Like, it's, Shout out to Tulane being a 19, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if we're going strictly by resume, they should be in the top 15, right? Mm-hmm. But anyway... I don't want to bore the viewers any longer. I'm just saying it matters and it sucks. We need a new form of government. Anarchy is is what we need right now. It's time to take up arms. Use our Second Amendment rights. Time for the BCS. Time back to the BCS. <laughs> BCS. BCS. Um, I do gotta say one more thing. Yes, of course, Dan. They got the top two right. I feel like. Okay. You know what? The AP poll had Georgia at number one. Disgusting. And then Ohio, uh, Tennessee at two. Mm. The college football playoff had Tennessee one, mm. Ohio State two, mm. I think, and Georgia did not show up until three. 
I think we can congratulate I th- that. I think yeah, that's that's, fine. that's fair. Yeah, Georgia. I mean, they're good, definitely. Mm-hmm. But they just don't have the resume that Tennessee or Ohio State have. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, they're hanging their entire season on that first win against Oregon. Mm-hmm. That's literally all they have. Yep. And that's it. Yep. Until this weekend. Until this weekend. We'll see what happens. <laughs> is that a? Is that foreshadowing as to what Dan thinks about the game? Ooh. It, it's not one way or the other. It's just. They have a chance to it's, do something. It's an objective tease. That's yes, what Daniel's doing. It's an objective tease. Fair enough. Now, this is the point of the episode where we are going to get a little sad and downtrodden. We are going to um, be kind of depressed, and but kind of optimistic at the same time. We're going to okay. do our best to keep the energy up. But if uh, the mention of BYU football makes you squirm inside... It may be time to skip until we talk about the Tipsy Ten. Yep. You don't know where it's going to be, so you're just going to have to keep skipping. Hit that skip 30 or whatever until you hear something other than BYU. Because right now we're going to talk about the BYU at Boise State matchup. Boise State, if I'm not mistaken, at this point in time is favored by eight points. Yep. Yep. This game will be played at Boise. Yep. At Albertson Stadium. Albertson Stadium, which is not in a state. It is no. It is not a state. It is in a city. It is in a city. Yes. yes. This game will be played on Fox Sports 2. Unfortunately. We could have the Houston Astros to thank for that one. Great exposure mm-hmm. there. FS2. <laughs> At 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, that's, that's, I mean, that's a primetime slot, right? Yeah. That's a great time slot. Primetime slot on a non-prime channel. Yes. Exactly. Gotta love it. Is it even considered a channel? I mean, we're at my grandpa's house. He doesn't even have it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Best um, of should we talk about uniforms? Let's do Let, it. Let's start it off. That is important. That BYU is going white. White. Not the first time that's happened. Nope. In many ways. Um, <laughs> white helmet, white jersey, white pants with the nickel face masks. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Spice things up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you guys think of the BYU all white look? I like the nickel face mask. I think the nickel face mask might look better than the uh, than the blue, the chrome blue. Okay. Uh, just with this uniform combo specifically, mm-hmm. uh, because I think it looks whiter. It kind of like completes the look. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah, though. sure. Yeah. I, got that. I get that. Uh, Boise State is going blue mm. on their blue turf. That mm. should be illegal. Love that. Hard. <laughs> That's Love a felony. That. Blue uh-huh. helmet. That's exactly the same color of the turf. Yep. Blue jersey. Also exactly the same color as the turf. Presumably blue pants, but I don't see the pants here in the picture. Yes, blue pants. We assume blue pants. They are all blued out, Uh, which leads me to believe that they are going to run again that weird reverse kickoff return where they have (laughs) some guy. Or no, that was Kansas, huh? Washington. Washington ran it. Did Washington run it? Yeah. yeah. There's been multiple trick plays where people are the same color as the field where they're just lying down on the field and get up out of nowhere. So uh, (laughs) that's going to be interesting. BYU is all iced out, though. I do like just in time for the snow. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So who cool. do you think wins the uniform matchup? <sighs> if if we're talking by the coolness of the uniforms, I'm gonna go with BYU because I don't mm. like Boise State's uniforms. The Fair. weird diagonal slashes on the yeah, shoulders. That's what I was gonna say. I feel like they're forced. Know. They're yeah. forced. They're, yeah. yeah, it's like they're trying too hard. Uh, I do like the big, huge Bronco on one side and the numbers on the other. I think BYU should do that with the Sailor Coog. Something cool. like that, right? No stripes, just. Um, but I think BYU wins it 
because also it is should be illegal to wear the same color as the turf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but like if we're going matchup, like the uniform matchup based on like utility, mm-hmm. I think Boise State definitely wins that one. Fair. Fair. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um. Yeah. So. You have the uniform matchup. Mm-hmm. You know that's one of the most important things of a football game, as yeah. as seen when BYU wore the black uniforms, mm-hmm. the custom uniforms, mm-hmm. etc. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're going to talk about speaking about wins and losses. We're going to talk about the wins and losses versus that BYU and Boise State have versus one another in their storied storied series history of twelve games. Remember, yes. this is a rivalry game, but it is recent it's rivalry. A young rivalry. We've only played twelve games historically. Of which BYU has won four, Boise State has won the other eight. Ugh. Yeah, that's worse than I thought. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, that's not good. I did not realize that we were four and eight against Boise State. Yeah. Yep. We so, have uh, four one-score losses. Yeah. Close not good. Games. Close mm-hmm. games. Jared, you've done some research on that. Do you care to elaborate? Uh, it's just these are usually close games unless they're not. That's okay. that's kind of just how it goes, you know. We've okay. played every year since 2012, so it's like it's been a rivalry. Yeah. I will say I like this rivalry. Me I too. think we should keep playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, it may not help us get to a bowl game every year, but I would rather play a rivalry game than play a cupcake and then go to a bowl game. Fair. You know, like if you can beat your rival, you deserve to go to a bowl game. If not, then don't. But Fair. anyway, yeah, I don't know. I expect this game to not be close. Um which would go against the uh, one score, you know, in the, of the last 10 matchups, we've had five one-score games, right? Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. I don't know. I would hope for a one-score game, though, regardless of the result. Okay. Um, yeah, close games. Last year, we played Boise State. Don't remind me. About halfway through the season, yeah. we, were, we were riding high. <sighs> And then we lost to them 26-17 to 17 at home. At home! Yeah. Oh, we had New Year's Six hopes. Yeah, that was bad. And that game kind of derailed the season. <laughs> it definitely derailed the season. <laughs> oh, it definitely derailed the season. We don't like to think about that one. The last time we beat Boise State was the previous year in Boise City, mm-hmm. where we blew them out 51-17. to 17. More of that, please, and yes. thank you. Let's, yep. let's get that energy here on Saturday. We need another Tyler Algier on the first line of scrimmage that BYU had in that game mm. broke out like an 86-yard touchdown run. Mm-hmm. We need something like that again <clears throat> to shut the crowd up, gain the momentum, put our foot down. Because we opened up that game with a stop and then an 86-yard touchdown run on our first play. If we can do that again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that might be a recipe for success. <laughs> yes. Whoa, not Take- going 3-0 and on our first possession? What? Imagine that. Huh? Take control, or as some like to say, take command. Ooh, I wonder why, Daniel. Yep. I guess we should mention it. Dan Snyder is probably selling the team. Let's go! He's also being investigated for financial improprieties. Yep. <laughs> mm, he's got a lot of things coming his way. <laughs> um, Jeff Bezos wants to buy the team with Jay-Z. Ooh, RG3 wants to buy the yeah. team. Uh-huh. It's a hot commodity. He Damn, wants to be a minority wants owner to buy the and team? invite people to own, the, own it with him. I'll so. chip in a few bucks for yeah. sure. DM him. What if it became like the Green Bay Packers and just like the D.C. What is it? The city-state? What do they call it? Uh, district. A, a dis- district. Yeah. <laughs> Duh, I shouldn't have known that one. <laughs> what if they just had the district on it and then we could all buy stock and be like partial owners? That'd be, uh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Fun little keepsake. I'd like to be a point zero one percent owner of the Washington Commanders. Yeah, yeah add too. a couple more zeros on there probably. <laughs> yeah, definitely. 
All right, all right. Back to Boise. Okay. City. Boise City. Boise City. What, what kind of team are they this year? <sighs> Unfortunately, they are a much better team than we saw in the first couple of games. Yep. Mm. Boise is now 6-2 and two on a four-game win streak. Um, what really changed for them is Hank Bachmeyer. Yeah. As we know, the single greatest quarterback to ever play for Boise State, according Shout to Boise State Valley fans, High School. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. he was benched because he, let's just be honest, he sucked. Yep. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, it up. The bad thing is, once they brought in their other quarterback, he's not as good at passing. Well, he didn't have right. as many turnovers, but he wasn't like a high-volume passer. But that unfortunately led them to discover that they are a very, very good rushing team. And I literally just saw a punt come off of Chase Bryce's hands. Yeah, he got hit while he threw it. Throw punt. Oh, and oh, it's going no. for six. Oh, no. No! 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 Oh! <laughs> the big tight end at the end. At the one. <laughs> Anyway, at the word. Okay. Sorry, we're watching Coast Carolina State. That was State. exciting. Yeah, that was exciting. Anyway, Boise State, very run-heavy team now. Their quarterback is probably one of the most elusive runners I have seen this year. And he's like 6'6", 220. Yeah, he's big. Oh, he's, he's shifty. Like, imagine KJ Jefferson, but better at running the football. Mm. Like, this is literally this guy. Bad news. So, that is, yeah, <laughs> that is bad news for our defense. You know, a refrigerator is hard to tackle. Yes. That is Never tried, but but a refrigerator that is on a dolly and can move is even harder to tackle. Yep, it'll tackle you. <laughs> Boise State's quarterback is a refrigerator on a dolly. Mm. Dude's athletic. The dude is long. The dude makes really good cuts, and he does not mind putting his shoulder down and running through our defense. So I expect our what are we on now? Our fifth string linebackers <laughs> oh. to also be hurt, and then our sixth string, and then we're pulling guys literally. From the stands, practice squad, people's little siblings to play linebacker. Yeah, that and is literally what it's going to be. They're going to have safeties playing linebacker soon. And then linebackers playing safety. That that work. Yeah, because that works very well for Chaz, <laughs> all you. Uh, so their quarterback is Taylin Green. Mm-hmm. He's a unit. Yeah, and, he's... You know, top to bottom, they love to run the ball. Hmm. We're going to have a hard time with that. Yeah. Uh, Taylin Green... He is their third leading rusher and has really only played in like five games. Yeah. So that should tell you all. And he also mm-hmm. has five touchdowns in like his five games. So speaking of five games, they're on a five game winning streak during the time he's been playing. Uh yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. Huh. Oh. Huh. Maybe that means something. Five game winning streak versus four game losing streak. Oh. Unstoppable force meets an immovable object. Yeah, that's bad. Maybe like a unstoppable force. Meets a very movable object. No, the only thing that's immovable about our defense is our defenders' feet in the ground that do not move towards the ball carrier. <laughs> I see. The line of scrimmage does not move towards the quarterback, and I think that's I think that's bad because this game I think is going to come down to our nastiness on defense. Boise State is a very physical team. They run with fullbacks. They do oh, power. Yeah. They pull their guards and tackles. Imagine using your fullback transfers. What? What a concept. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's going to be interesting, um, at least on that side of the ball. I think BYU is just going to have to stop the run. I think that's it. I don't care. Just play like a zero, zero coverage man. Put eight in the box, six in the box, seven in the box. Just load up to stop the run. And if we can't do it, let's just go home, you know, because there's no use yeah. even trying. Physicality and nastiness on defense? No, I... 
No hay. No just, hay pe. Just like the family members of the small children that would answer the doors in Peru. No hay. No hay. <laughs> no hay. Um, so if we do have a hard time defending them, do you guys think that we can keep up with them on offense? Can we score as much as they do? We have the talent. Will our <laughs> offense do it is the question. Yeah. We have an offense that could very well put up 50 a game if we wanted to, yet we're scoring 27 points versus the likes of Utah State and Wyoming. 24 against 20, Eastern Carolina. 24 versus East Carolina. So uh, my question is, does BYU want to keep up offensively? I think that's the better question. <laughs> uh, if, if we can... I don't know how we're going to do it because Oregon State torched Boise through the air. Mm -hmm. They literally, I was watching some game, Phil. They ran the exact same play action play, like once in one drive for a touchdown. Literally ran it the very next drive from the same spot on the field and scored again off Mm -hmm. of it. So it's not like their secondary is impenetrable. However, when they lost to UTEP, UTEP just bully balled them. Just ran the ball down their throat all night long. Killed them in time of possession. Killed them in the rush game. So, like, I don't know where their weakness is. Maybe they're both weaknesses and they're just playing a weak Mountain West Conference schedule, which Mountain West is pretty down this year. Um, but also, I don't I don't know if they've been able to shore those up. I, Like Justin said, I think it's going to come down to want to. Whether or not our offense wants to score points, is willing to do, you know, put forth the scrappiness, and whether the defense is going to man up and play big boy football. We all know this, yeah. right? Jaron Hall wants people to feel good. Mm, true. Mm. So is it true that he maybe does not want the defense to feel bad? Mm. He only has so many hugs a game that he can give out. If he throws a touchdown pass on the defense and humiliates them, he might have to give every individual player on the defense a hug and console them. Mm. Does he not have that many hugs to give out? <clears throat> I never thought about that. That's a good point but to bring up. Maybe. Hmm. I would, I would like someone to go to him and say, hey, it's okay to be enemies with somebody when you're on the field. It's okay. Mm, it's it's okay, okay to be mean to, to them and beat the emotions. crap. Yeah. You know? It's okay to beat the crap out of somebody. It's okay to win easily. <laughs> it is okay <laughs> to score more points than the other team yeah. and do so handedly. Yeah. It's okay. Like, it's, it's okay. Not only is it okay, it's encouraged. It is not illegal. Alrighty. Any more thoughts about this game? Again, Saturday at five, FS two. What do you guys think? We'll, I uh, we'll, wait before. Oh, we start, oh, oh, I don't know. We'll yeah. give our picks with the tipsy ten. Yes. So yes just yes. some closing remarks. Yes, my closing remarks, uh, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. All I would like to say is that this game is going to be about physicality, meanness, toughness, and like Justin said, want to. If BYU wants to win this game. You know it's going to be in the first two series. We'll be able to see it. You can tell. Yep. We're not going to win this game with scheme. We're not going to win this game with love and kindness. (laughs) No. This is a rivalry game. Gosh dang it. We're going to win this game with hate and anger and fear and meanness and toughness. If we come out and we play smash mouth football, I 100% think we have a chance to win this game. But if we come out like we have in the last couple of games, flat... Don't want to step on anybody's toes. Scared to make a hit. Double, you know, double and triple guessing ourselves. We're not going to win this game. You got to come out, play Smash Mouth football, and you got to want it. That's what's going to win you the game. Fair enough. Uh, I would rather stab two small cactuses into my eyes oh. than watch this football game. 
but at 5 p.m. on Saturday, you will find me with two small cactuses in my eyes because I will be watching this football game because I'm a masochist that loves pain, apparently. We will Sick definitely old. tweet out a picture of Justin with cacti in his eyes. <laughs> Said cacti. Um, <laughs> the deal is, I do think that we have the talent to win this game. I think we have the talent to win the last four games. It's... it's I would like to see a team that wants to play football out there. And we saw a bit of an improvement versus Eastern Carolina. And it looked like maybe our team wanted to be out there. But I would like to see our coordinators, especially our offensive coordinator, want to play as well. Because the play calling was conservative. The play calling was bad. Just straight bad. (laughs) And it led to us losing the game. So I want to see an improvement in our players want to. And and Aaron Rodericks want to score touchdowns. Aggressiveness on offense and defense, I agree. Mm-hmm. What are your yeah. parting thoughts? I've got, I've got two quick things. Ooh, I like this. Double thought. First one, I'll be interested to see the scheme, whether anything has changed <laughs> since we lost four games in a row. Yeah. Maybe, we hope so. Maybe they're looking for a new identity. Maybe they're reevaluating some things. Or maybe they just do the same thing and kind of, you know, see if, if it will work this time. Yeah. Maybe there's a chance. Sounds more like it. It hasn't worked at all in the past, but maybe this time it'll work. So I'll be interested to see if there's any changes like that. And secondly, it's kind of something that we've mentioned after Billy takes their first or second loss. We don't have much in terms of postseason hopes. No. That's no agreeable. bowl game we're fighting for. No New Year's Six, nothing like that. So like Jared has been known to say, every week is you know just a one-week season. And it'll it'll just be fun to see if we can win this one game. Yeah. And yeah, it's kind of freeing. <laughs> so just enjoy that when it, those weeks come. It is kind of freeing, right? And yeah. let's be honest. Let's let's do a thought exercise with the listeners, okay? Okay. All right. Uh, I don't. Why do you have a walrus in your hand? This chewed on walrus just appeared in my hand. Oh my. So it's, his name's Carl. He'll be <laughs> accompanying us. Um, let's do a thought exercise with Carl the walrus. Imagine. That you have no recollection of the last, let's just say, nine weeks of college football that BYU has played. Okay. You have no idea whether BYU is good or bad. There's no record. There's no uh, lingering feelings about culture or coordinators or <laughs> quarterbacks. I wonder why you bring those things up. <laughs> now just erase all of that. BYU going to Boise State in late November. Do you want to watch this football game? Mm. Why, yes, of course. Of course. It's a yeah. young rivalry. Mm. Will this game be entertaining, do you think? Likely. At least at the start. <laughs> <laughs> Let us all go into the game with this mindset. Let's just say, hey, look, this is a rivalry game. Let's just let's have fun. Obviously, you don't want the players to come in with that mindset. No. But as fans, I think it will be helpful to our mental health. To come in with this mindset of, you know what? This is going to be a fun game. Let's enjoy it. Yeah, let's enjoy football. Yeah. What wonderful thoughts and prayers. Yes. All right. <clears throat> and that's our preview. <laughs> Bottoms up, everybody. <laughs> hey, let's get ready for Saturday. It's time to get tipsy. Oh, yeah. But before we do, we got to give you our quick little update on the pick series. Just like it's been... Every other week for the past eight weeks, <laughs> yep. Dan is up by two. I am behind Dan by two. Jared behind me by two. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's consistent. <laughs> the Fans Mickey Mouse schedule. Yeah, the only thing that has really changed 
uh, you know, from a week-to-week basis, like, overall, has been the fans. They've just been slowly creeping up on us, beating us every week. So uh, this is our time to get back at the fans. It's time for us to all do what Dan did in, what was it, week two, week one? Is nine and one. Oh, his yeah. ten and zero. Oh, he, it, oh, that's it. Was ten and zero. Yeah. So one of those weeks. what? Whatever. Whatever that was, we need it. So let's manifest. Let us let us do that this manifest week. Manifest destiny. Uh, I would just say this one thing. This weekend of college football is why we love college football. There are so many freaking bangers on TV. It's going to be so exciting. If you have to uh, change the channel on the BYU game, we don't blame you. We won't be keeping track. Can't say the same about Big Brother. <laughs> or BYU's ecclesiastical uh, honor code office. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about these games. The first game we are talking about is a Friday night special. Pac-12 Whoa. after dark, 8.30 p.m. in the Pacific Northwest. We have Washington, who is playing host to the 23rd ranked Oregon State Beavers. Washington, the Huskies, is favored by 4.5 points in this game. The fans, 60% of them, chose Oregon State. Who do you guys have in this one? This is going to be an interesting game. Let me tell you this. All right, tell uh, us. It is going to be very rainy. Mm. It oh. is going to be very windy. <laughs> this has all the makings of an under. Literally 20 mile an hour winds, 50% chance of rain. It's Seattle. You know it's just going to be pouring all day. It'll be so soggy and wet. This is what Pac-12 After Dark is. It's it's your maxion for weekend nights. Uh, I'm going to go with Oregon State here oh, because right. I like the Beavers. I like the Chainsaws. And also, I went to the, what was it, 2013 Craft Fight Hunger Bowl where BYU got absolutely woodshedded by Washington. And I've hated Washington ever since. Give me the Beavs. Fair enough. Dan, who you got? I'm with Jared. I'm taking the Beavs. Let's go. <laughs> There's nothing like that chainsaw sound they play at their stadium. <laughs> yes. I know it's at Washington, but may that travel with them. <laughs> I love Oregon State. Oh. But for as a principal pick, oh. I have to take Washington. I'm interested to hear this principal. Principal the man. Pact, my principle is the Pac-12 will, 100% of the time, <laughs> cannibalize itself. Okay. Oregon State coming in, ranked in the CFP rankings... <laughs> will lose this game and be knocked out, and Washington and Oregon State will never be ranked again. That is just the rule of cannibalization of the Pac-12. I believe it applies. So, reluctantly, I choose Washington. You know what? Right. That's that's good. That's good logic there. That's yeah. using your brain. I you, like it. You know the Pac-12. Yes. And I'm saving you from a sweep. That is true. Me too. The fans also choose Oregon State 60%. I've been really doing my duty these past three weeks of protecting <laughs> us from sweet. Hey, it works every other week. Yeah. Every other week. <laughs> and this is my odd week. Hey. <laughs> All right, next up we got a Service Academy matchup. We love it. We got the Brian United Early. States Air Force Academy taking on the Army not the Proud Boys, the actual army. Yes. 9.30 a.m. on CBS. This Incredible. game will literally be over before you wake up in the yeah, morning. Get some yes. breakfast. Get a McGriddle and settle in. You know what this is? This McRib is the game. Is the McRib for breakfast. It's back for the last time ever. This is the game that was on the TV in that Coors Light commercial with the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-
this. Right. When it's like uh, getting up early just to watch football, that's that's literally this game. Um, anyway, enough about that. Uh, who are you guys choosing this one? The Air Force Academy. Ooh. The Fighters. Um, yeah. They've had a kind of an up and down year, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But they've got a pretty high ceiling. And um, Army, we know what we're going to get from Army. Lots of running. <laughs> running the ball. I think Air Force will be able to outpace them and by doing so score more points than them, oh. which equals win. Ooh, that's, that's a novelty, Daniel. That Ooh. is a novelty. Army on the year is three and four. One of those losses is in overtime to UTSA, however. So oh. take that for what it's worth. That's almost a win. Army is on a two-game winning streak. They oh. beat Colgate, who is the second toothpaste. The second Colgate. FCS team they've played this year. Oh, yes, the second FCS team they played this year. Should be allowed. That's like SEC stuff. And then they beat another FCS team, basically University of Louisiana Monroe, by twenty-four as well. This is their first time playing real competition in quite some weeks. And don't you forget it. This game is being played in Arlington, Texas. Oh, oh! This okay. is a neutral site game. Wait, for some unknown I mean, to good. It's a service reason. academy game, right? So I guess I could see they play it in a place. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Give me Air Force. Like, there's no logical scenario in my head that Army wins this football game. But then again, it is a service academy game. Yeah. But I already typed. You already Air typed Force, it. So <laughs> I cannot go back. Um, I have a simple, simple question. This is easy, and it has to do with what Dan was saying. Dan said outpace. Mm. Pace means fast. Yes. Now, does the army have anything that can go supersonic? Uh, uh, the green berets in a supersonic jet. Mm. If they were like army person grabbing onto a supersonic jet. Yes. That yes. would make the army person supersonic also. Yes, indeed. Like in uh, Mission Impossible, when he's on the side of the airplane. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, the Air Force, its whole thing is going supersonic. The Air Force is just faster. They're going to outpace the army. Can I ask you another question? Let's, let's let's ask you a question. Is a faster pace in a service academy game specifically a good thing? Uh, I see what you're saying there, but. I'm going to have to say it is a deadly killer mm. because service academy games always go to the under. They're always slow. I think if Air Force comes out, plays fast, outpaces in their A-10 Thunderbolts, then I think it will be a blowout. I'm going to take Air Force and the seven points, mind you. Oh, oh. dearest me. Uh, fans also going with Air Force Academy. 85% of them. They're pretty one-sided on this one. You know what that means. Sweet. It's a clean <laughs> sweep. Congratulations to the Army. Yep. On RL. All right, uh, moving on. We move to 1 p.m. on ESPN+. Plus. Huh? Interesting, this game is on ESPN+. Plus. Yep. You read the names Baylor at Oklahoma, and you do not think ESPN+. Plus. No, nope. you do not. That is interesting. Uh, fans, 69%. Nice. Uh, nice. With Baylor. What are you guys going with? For me on this one, I still think Blake Shapen sucks. Um, Blake Shapen, I'm sure he's a great guy, but as a quarterback, I don't think he is incredible, and I do not think that he will do well against a Brett Venables defense. Oklahoma does seem like they're kind of alive recently, so I'm actually going to take Oklahoma in this one. Hmm. I've got Oklahoma as well. I think Oklahoma and Baylor are kind of in opposite trajectories. At least my 
and maybe recency bias would tell you so. Your estimation. Um, Oklahoma have been playing better lately, as Justin said, and I think, you know, being the home team, hopefully their wagon doesn't fall over and they can get the win. I think it all depends on whether or not the wagon can stay, <laughs> stay upright. That, that's a good. Don't turn too sharply. Uh, this one all comes back to one thing for me. It's the mascot matchup. Mm-hmm. You got Oklahoma, the Boomer Sooners, the horses, the carriages, the 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 what is it? The covered wagons. Is that yeah. what they call them? Uh, the person also. The schooner. The, the person also. The schooner. The the the, the Boomer Schooner. Or whatever. Schooner. 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 Uh huh. Boomer Schooner. You can tell we're the not Boomer Scooter. Fans. The Scooter. <laughs> um, anyway, and then you got the Baylor Bears. Okay. Normally, I would take a bear in this matchup uh, because if everyone's sleeping in the covered wagon, the bear just sneak up, eat them all, just yep. lickety split. Zero yeah. dark 30 on them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> However, this game is being played at 1 p.m. Oh. The, the Boomers will be awake. They'll have their firearms. I think this one ends like that crazy bear that was on crack that one time the crack bear yeah yeah okay the, I, I know what you're talking about yeah, yeah i didn't hear about bear. that yep it, it's gonna end like that the sooners are taking home the dub interesting so you got oklahoma taking this one too the fans are saving us from the sweep with that 69 percent baylor vote now i'm interested to see this one will we fail and the fans succeed because mm. the sweep only applies to us or will it apply does it only apply when we're all in favor of of one team that's some research we need to do. Key data point here. We will figure that out, but in the meantime, <laughs> we move to Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham. We're at 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time on ESPN+. Plus. The UTSA. <laughs> we'll be taking on the UAB Blazers. 61% of the fans have elected to choose UTSA. Who do you guys got in this one? Yeah, this game will actually be on mm. Stadium. Oh, sorry. Yes, Stadium it'll be Network. on a streaming site. My apologies. So, uh, if you want to watch this one, which you should, yes. you will have to go to Stadium. It is a pick It is a very exciting game. A very exciting game. I am going with the UAB Blazers in this one, however, because a dragon would beat a roadrunner any day of the week. Fair. I'm also going with UAB. Mm. Um, because my sister and her family... Moved to Birmingham a few months ago. Oh. I'm hoping they send some good vibes and get that home team dub, even though everyone around them are Alabama fans. Oh. Honestly, yeah, that's fair. If you live in Alabama, why wouldn't you be? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking UTSA in this one. Uh, This is notably a UTSA podcast when we are not a BYU podcast. When we talk about Conference USA, we are all bought in on UTSA and apparently Rice at the moment. Go, we got some trash talk going. Let's go. Talk your stuff. Bro. Talk your stuff, number two. Talk it. That's what we like to see. Ref, get off of him. Get off of him, ref. Anyway. UTSA, we love to see it. All right. Just sticking UTSA. Do we say the fans? The fans, 61% UTSA? Yep. Okay. If we did it before, we said it then. (laughs) Uh, Next up, we got a pseudo-ACC matchup with overrated Clemson. Classic. Number four, going to Notre Dame, which is not... Do much for Notre Dame this season. Um, that's at 5.30 p.m. on Notre Dame Channel, also known as NBC. Um, the fans are going very strongly with Clemson, 87%. Yep. What about you guys? I am absolutely disgusted 
in the fans. 87% of you picking Clemson. Do you not know? We never pick Clemson. Never. Give me Notre Dame. As much as I hate Notre Dame, and I hate Notre Dame, I hate Clemson more. Give me Notre Dame all day long. Jared, you're going to have to scream at me too. <laughs> um, I, would pick Cle- I would not pick Clemson. I would pick Notre Dame if Notre Dame were playing at Clemson. Notre Dame at home has lost to Marshall. True. And has lost to Stanford. And almost Cal. And almost Cal. <laughs> they suck at home. So for that reason, a team as bad as Clemson can beat Notre Dame. Mm. Yeah, I have to pick Clemson too. Shame! Jared is very principled. I admire your principles. Um, but Notre Dame is just not that good. We learned by BYU losing to Notre Dame and ending up being even worse. So, yeah, I think Clemson, as much as it pains me to say, they should have not too much trouble with this one, like the rest of their games, and waltz into some sort of playoff undeservedly. That's disgusting. Disgusting, yes. you two. Um, all right, moving on to the next game. Oklahoma State, number 18, without Spencer Sanders, most likely. That's okay. what the line movement is telling us. It's moved like three and a half points since opening. Wow. At Kansas, at the, what's the place called? The Booth? They call it The Booth? The Booth, yes. At The Booth. Rock Chalk Jayhawk. 1.30 p.m. on FS1. Kansas literally owns this time slot. It is a pick now. Oklahoma State is the fans pick, 70%. I'm going with Rock Chalk Jayhawk because, let's be honest, why not? We love Kansas at the beginning of the season. Why should we not love them now? Give me KU Big 12 for life. Fair enough. Hmm, this is a, this is a fun game. Gotta, gotta say that. Kansas has lost three in a row. Not good. That is not good. Oklahoma State just had a huge loss to Kansas State. They uh, that's an understatement. 48 nothing. Um, but in this one, I'm going to have to pick Kansas. Yes. Oh! Thank you. I think Oklahoma State is overrated. I wanted them to be, you know, the gem of the big 12, but I don't need them to be anymore because we have TCU. So <laughs> true. True. Yeah. Who cares about Oklahoma State? Dan, you are off the shiz list. Oh, good. Thank you. Justin, it is now turned to you. <laughs> it remains to be seen. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still laughing at what just happened in that play when they tried to lateral it and it went just straight out of bounds. <laughs> um, that did not pan out. <laughs> so here's the here's the dealio. Um, you're going to have to likely keep me on this shiz list. Oh no. Um, just because I think that because Spencer Sanders is not playing, that's actually a good thing. So give me Oklahoma State to win this football game. I do think that they will beat the Jayhawks. Get the ball! This game is awesome! Get it! Pick it up! Do it! No! It's live! He was down, he was down. (laughs) We literally saw like three full length field passes back and forth. Side to side. What are you doing? Why did he just stand (laughs) over the ball for three seconds and the defense got closer? Oh, that was funny. All right, um, Justin, now back to Kansas, Oklahoma State. Yeah, I, I, as, as I already said, Oklahoma State, just because um, Spencer Sanders not playing will be a good thing for the Oklahoma State offense. <laughs> hey, it worked for you last week with Kansas State, so oh, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I did not pick Kansas State. That was Dan. No, I, I know. That's, I'm saying you used the, the same logic the last Spencer week. Spencer logic. And, right? it, and it didn't work. Yes. So. Oh. All right. <laughs> I see you. 
You got to you got to fight the anti jinx. Um, next up, we have supposedly oh, we and apparently a top ten matchup <clears throat> between the overrated Alabama Crimson Tide and the overrated LSU Tigers. Um, <laughs> Justin has put Bama for all of us. Am I wrong? Uh, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I like what you did because it completes a sweep. Bama, sixty-seven oh. percent by the fans. We are all choosing Bama. Hopefully, hopefully, they lose. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm picking Bama, but if Bama lost, you would not hear me complaining one ounce. Yep. I agree. I I would like to choose LSU, but the fact that they're at number ten, I can't do that. They're already overrated. We can't give them some justification to be ranked in the top ten. Yeah. No, Bama. Get them out of here. Next up at 5 p.m. on Fox Sports 1, we have the number 24 Texas Longhorns, who are two-and-a-half-point road favorites, going into Manhattan to play number 13 Kansas State. 55% of the fans have chosen the Wildcats to win this game. Who do you guys got? Uh, This one is an interesting one. Kansas State obviously coming off of that massive win, and Texas coming off of that hard loss. They had a bye week last week. Um, but the Oklahoma State loss still fresh in their minds. Texas is a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road in Manhattan, the small apple. Um, I would have liked this game to be on Fox, but there had to be a pastime put in uh, or yeah. put on uh, on Fox. So Not a sport. But... No, definitely not a sport. Nope, pastime. Yep, I'm going to be with the fans on this one. Kansas State, this is also a principal pick. Kansas State is one of TCU's best wins. They haven't played Texas yet, and so I guess with Texas being good, that would also help TCU. But Texas being good also helps Alabama be justified over TCU. And let's be honest, Texas is going to the SEC, and we don't like that. So give me K-State all day. What a... Yo! Did he drop that? It went right through his arm! That was just like the Coastal Carolina drop we saw earlier. That was a... Freaking dot! Look at this. Come on, in the bread basket. Ow. Don't catch with your arms. Through. Catch with your hands. You have them for a reason. Wow. Oh my goodness gracious. <clears throat> Damn. I got Kansas State as well. Okay. Um, I think Texas, while they are on the come up, mm. I don't think they're number twenty-four good. Nor do I think they're. Favored on the road against a top fifteen team, good who just beat another team by forty eight to zero. <laughs> that this so, team just lost to. <laughs> yes, I'm taking Kansas State in this one. Maybe Vegas knows something I don't, but you know, maybe I know something they don't, and I'm about to make lots of cheeses. Ooh, they never thought about that one, did they? Yeah. I'm also taking Kansas State in this one. I do think that they are a better football team than Texas. Maybe Quinn Ewers will pop off or something. Maybe Kansas State is, I don't know, feeling kind of high right now because of how much they handled Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Who knows what's going on in Manhattan right now? Will they be able to Who show knows? up for this Texas game? I think so. Give me – oh, nice catch. Give me Kansas State in this one. I mean, let's be honest. Transitive property, 55-0 Kansas State. <clears throat> yep. So that's all you need to know. Yeah. Finally – well, not finally, but finally until we get to BOU – the biggest game of maybe the college football season so far?
Tennessee at Georgia, a number one versus number one matchup. That's got to be the first time in history that's ever happened. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. AP versus Cottrell, a playoff poll. Gotta yes. Love it. We'll see who knows more. And I think, I think it would be proper to say we'll see who knows less. Um, yeah. Anyway, Georgia favored by eight points. And I know it's at home, but I don't I don't know if Georgia's eight points better than Tennessee. The fans think Tennessee is going to cover and win. 75% have chosen Tennessee. I am also choosing Tennessee because I want some new blood in the playoff, and that does not happen if Georgia beats Tennessee. Also, three SEC teams in the playoff is a possibility if Georgia beats Tennessee, but it is highly unlikely if Tennessee were to beat Georgia. So give me Tennessee. We could even get one SEC team in the playoff if Tennessee beats Georgia. Yes. That would be incredible. I would very much love that. We are seeing an unstoppable force meet an immovable object. Unstoppable force being Tennessee's defense, the immovable object being Georgia's defense. Though I do think Georgia, who's kind of been exposed these past few Mm -hmm. weeks, will finally get that final exposure and Tennessee will take home the dub. Sounds like something else. Oh, okay. Well, um, no, I'm taking Tennessee as well. Yeah, just film. Yeah, film. film Tennessee, stuff. baby. Yeah, Georgia's Good. overrated. Yes. Tennessee's maybe underrated, maybe appropriately rated. Mm. But they're better than Georgia. I think their offense can is way better than anyone Georgia's played. And Georgia's offense is nothing to write home about. <laughs> Tennessee should have no trouble with them. Well, you, you're not a fan of Stequavion Bennett? Stequavion. No, I, I respect the man, but he doesn't move the needle for me. That was, is it Stequavion or Stequavius? One of the two. I, I don't know, but we need to write down Dan's quote. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Dude, Chase Bryce, dude, he's like on way too much acid right now. He's throwing the ball 300 yards over his receivers. He's um, having fun. I will say one thing about this game. This game is not only interesting because they're two of the best teams in the country, but also because of the styles. Georgia wants to play a knockdown, dragout kind of game, slugfest, rock fight, whereas Tennessee is going to want to just absolutely light it up, right? I think Georgia is going to try to impose their will on this game. They're going to try and slow it down. And so if Tennessee can score on every possession, even though they will get less of them, I don't think Georgia can keep up with that. Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm very interested in this game, not only because of the rankings, not only because of the playoff implications, but because both of these teams play such different styles, it's going to be interesting to see which one wins out in the end. Absolutely, I agree. Dare we go there? I mean, we have to, right? The last game we will review, as tradition states, is the BYU football game. BYU, who is an eight-point underdog, going to Boise City to play the Broncos, 5 p.m., Fox Sports 2. Now, history has been made. And I'm not just talking about Chase Bryce lowering the shoulder and helicoptering. <laughs> I'm talking about the fans oh, have, for the first time in Royal Strong and True history, selected the opposing team to win a BYU game. Oh. 51% of fans, 19 out of 37, chose Boise State. History has been made. Of one sort or another. In an historic season. Ooh. Historically... Terrible. Yep. But what do you guys think? Um, I'm not going with what I think here. I'm going with what I want. Yeah. I want BYU to show up to this game. I want them to slap some cheeks in this one. I want them to show up ready to rip some throats out. 
Now, I'm not going to talk about what I think is going to happen. I'm going to just focus on that. I want BYU to win, and so BYU will win because that's always how it goes in college football. Whatever you want to happen always happens. Give me the Cougars. Big time. Final score projection, 55-3. to Hey. Oh, my. Bullets. Bullish on the Cougs. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm not thinking about this game. <laughs> this nice. is this is a system pick, a principled pick, which is BYU to win. Okay. <laughs> now, if I were to think about that game, is that what I would think was happening? No. So my final score, <laughs> three to two. <laughs> <laughs> what? Three to two for BYU. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Uh, I choose BYU in this game as well. That is what my heart says, not what my head says. I think that this game will be a victory for Brigham Young University to the tune of 31 to 16. Okay. Interesting score there. A little more reasonable, maybe. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Dad. Those are perfectly reasonable. 3 to 2, 55 to 3. My mind tells me 31 to 16. My mind, my heart tells me we win 5 to three, five to 2. 5 to 2. 5 to 2. There. On Ooh. a game-winning field goal. On a game-winning no, safety. We win. Game-winning safety. Here's, here's what's going to happen, okay? We are going to win 8 to 7. Okay. Sorry. No. Nope. We are going to win 8 to 6. 8 to 6. And it's going to be because we kicked we kicked we scored a touchdown. Okay. Missed the extra point. Okay. At 6. Okay. We're at 6. At six. on the very last play of the game, Boise State scores a touchdown. <laughs> See, we're going with this one. Oh. We then block that extra point and take it back for two points. Yes. Let's go. And that's how we win the football game, baby. All right, I'm officially changing your score prediction to 8-6. to six. Deal. Because that is wildly more likely than a 15-point <laughs> victory. Um, yep. With the fans today, we're going to do something different. We're going to call out the loyalists, the anti-revolutionaries, yes. the pro-Brits. Uh, but this time, uh, the defectors, we are not even going to give them the light of day. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's let's go through this list and just let's say nice one nice thing about each person on the list. Yep. Who would okay. like to start? I will start. Okay. Riley Evans. Your name sounds like a delicious food item. Okay. Uh, Trent Stevenson. Uh, I don't know how you spell your last name, Trent, uh, because Justin just read me your name and so I thought it was a, with a V. But if not, I still respect you. Wow. Wow. Words. Corbin Green, the BYU DB out of Owasa, Oklahoma. Owasa is a cool name, and you are one of our favorite guests. I agree. You and Dom Henry are probably our I favorites agree. at this point, but just but Shh, don't, don't, tell don't, that, don't, say don't tell that to the others. Tyler Coley, hmm. thank you for voting BYU. You're a smart person, I think, for doing so. <laughs> Um, oh, I also oh. forgot. Uh, Quentin Rice, also one of our favorites. Oh, yes. We also love Quentin Rice. Yes. We, we also like all of them that didn't decommit from BYU. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cody, Cody Carlock, you sound like a video game character, so that's cool. Uh, Katie Anderson, you are my wife and I love you. Oh, it's interesting how that one. Good. <laughs> uh, who we got? Taylor Call. You're not related to Jared? But you could be 
which is cool. Yeah. Uh, Carter Seitz, um, you respond to a lot of our stuff, so we appreciate that. Thank mm-hmm. you for the engagement. Daniel Winder, uh, you sound like you really wind up that arm and you have a mean intramural softball throw. Ooh. Michaela Grossarth, I don't know who you are, but I appreciate you for who you are. Deep, Daniel. Mm -hmm. Uh, Trevor Seitz, you are most likely related to Carter Seitz, who gives us engagement. So Trevor also gives us lots of engagement. We got two Seitzes. Engagement from the Seitzes. Bryce, I don't know, Hoki, Hawkeye, Hockey. We're going to choose to pronounce your last name, Hockey, which we all think hockey is an incredible sport that does not get enough credit in the American eye. Fastest sport on ice. Next up, we have Dre Endicott. Mm. You've got a nice name, Dre. Uh, Malachi Ulrich. That is a wonderful name to pronounce. Malachi, Malachi Ulrich. Rolls off the tongue. Whoa. They have oh, all three timeouts. Oh, oh, oh! oh. <laughs> We're still going with the names here. <laughs> Oh, Justin's got a fun one here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bored BYU fan. <laughs> I, too, am bored of BYU. <laughs> Next up, we have Jacob West. Mm. I do actually know you. Wow. Oh, nice. And I consider you a friend, Jacob. Uh, and finally, Hilario Cruz. Mi hijito. Te amo con todo mi corazón. Mm-hmm. Speedy Gonzalez. Well said. Speedy Gonzalez. Uh, yeah, all right. That's that's okay. all of you. That's all 17 of the fans that so graciously voted for Brigham Young University, even though I know that they didn't want to. <laughs> Very um, brave and bold of you. Oh, yeah. I, I will say this. Uh, why is Coastal Carolina throwing the ball with a seven-point lead and three minutes left? When they have like 200 rushing yards. Yeah, I, I do not understand. Their entire game has been on the ground. And now this is... We're watching, I'm not going to name the coordinator, but a coordinator of a university in Provo. Aaron Roderick. <laughs> anyway, okay. um, this is this is interesting. We might just stay on the show until this game goes final. Just kidding. There's like <laughs> two and a half minutes left, but it'll probably last another 15, We're 30. We're just going to commentate. Yep. All right, let's see. Grayson McCall, he's in the shotgun. Okay, he's got one running back, and he's got two wide receivers to his left, two wide receivers to his right. The tight end motions into a wing right formation. He takes a snap. It's an option, right? He keeps Grayson it. McCall cuts oh. and is tackled one yard behind the line of scrimmage by number 50. I don't know what it is. Dingle, Dingle Bryce! <laughs> Dingle! He's tackled by Dingle! Dingle we Prince! Did you not hit the Prince of Dingle! Mr. Dingle Prince. Third and 11. Oh, it was Carpenter. It was Carpenter. Oh, Grayson McCall. Grayson McCall is He hurt. hasn't come back in. That's true. You get distracted when you're doing a podcast. How dare we let it distract us from this beautiful game? Shout out to Dingle! All right, uh, let's wrap things up here. Um, I, I, with parting thoughts, I've decided let's let's do one sentence okay. each. Okay. Uh, I'll go first. I hope you have your chores done already, because this weekend, finna gonna be cray cray. Okay. Make sure you drink plenty of water, or you may faint from good game exhaustion this weekend. Get your homework done ahead of time, because we got some games to watch. Amen. All right, uh, those were yeah. fairly all similar. I didn't think we'd all be similar <laughs> like that, but we also had the same similar thing. Similar vein. Well, that was awesome. 
thank you for joining us for this episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. Before we go, we do have an announcement to make. Starting next week, our epi- our first episode of the week will come out on Wednesday instead of Tuesday so that we can live react to the college football playoff rankings. And it makes it so that we can be a little more interactive with you guys, has a lot more content that we can share, and you know we sell our souls to this to the content machine. Mm-hmm. Also, let's be honest, we need another day to recover. Oh! No! 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 Why didn't you drop it like last time? What the nuts? Grayson McCall's back in? What? What? What witchcraft is this? What in the world? Just... Okay. Anyway, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. We are glad that you decided to join us for the duration of this episode. We are glad to have you as part of this community, and we want it to keep growing. So please make sure you're sharing the episodes with your friends and downloading it. It helps with the growth of the show. Make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter at LoyalToRoyalPod. We're posting a lot of memes, a lot of fun stuff, a lot of interactive content. You are going to love it. Follow Jared as well on Twitter at Jared Buckeye, and follow Dan on Twitter at Daniel Bradford underscore the underscore. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to visit our website, royalstrongandtrue.com, where you will find Jared's weekend watch guide. We love you all. We'll see you later. Thank you. Goodbye now. <laughs>